my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having a terrific day today. Hope you guys have had a blessed week so far. I hope you guys are going to be enjoying a fantastic Memorial Day weekend and remembering why we actually celebrate that and remembering the ones who have served and died and protected this country for the greatest cost of all. And uh, yeah, so I hope you guys remember that this weekend and continue to spend time with friends and family. And if you guys need anything, we usually do this every single year. Freedom 5 will be our Memorial Day coupon code that we'll have over the weekend. That'll be 5% off regular products. And uh, that will be on the website active here this afternoon. You guys are first to hear about it. I'm sending an email out on it for our Memorial Day weekend sale. It'll be Freedom 5, the number 5, just Freedom 5, no spaces. So be sure to check that out if you want to grab anything over the weekend for Memorial Day sale at healthmasters.com. And also to be sure to check out the different specials we have going on right now, including the zinc glycinate as product of the week on sale for over 12% off right now. And be sure to vote for what you want to see win next week as well. One thing interesting that I saw this morning, it was actually, uh, I was glad to see it. It's not surprising to me. I told you guys, and I'm really actually impressed and I've got to give a lot of the conservatives and our listeners and everyone across the country an applause for the fact that Target has absolutely been hemorrhaging cash on their stock value now. I was looking at Market Watch yesterday, and they were, I think, on the 17th or 18th, you know, just, just a week ago. Uh, they were around $161 a share. Uh, opening market price this morning, they're floating around. Let's see where they are this morning. They're around 138 on market open. They took a huge dive again already this morning. Uh, so they've, they're down about $8.2 in market value in one week. That's enormous when you're looking at a company that sells staple items. This, again, shows you this a very strange war. And this is what it is, guys. This is a war. This is a conflict. This isn't a normal war you would think of with weapons and bombs and missiles and planes and machine guns and the whole aspect. This is a war, a culture war. What we're watching right now is something very, very unique, but it's also very, very disturbing. And it is so important that everybody understands what we're dealing with in this current point in time. There is a war to change and mold the culture into the next form of depravity and sadistic behavior. This is what's happening right now. Exactly there's right. a reason why there's these companies are willing to take these multi-billion dollar losses in order to promote their agenda. They're trying to normalize it. And in any war, you have casualties. The casualties right now with these companies is market capital. It's cash flow. It's revenue. All these things are casualties in businesses when they start dropping. They are willing to sacrifice this in order to push their agenda. You see now the company North Face that basically does uh, outdoor wear, you know, big Gore-Tex jackets, tents. It's, they're like all about camping. They're all about Alaskan camping, Montana camping, really cool gear that I've seen over the years. Some of the stuff's really just, I mean, they got a lot of ingenuity to it. They came out and did this giant ad with this blatant cross-dresser who says, and I quote, I'm a real-life homosexual. Now, I don't. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I guess you can't just be a normal gay person. You've got to be a real-life one. And they did this whole market campaign with it, and now individuals are taking to the Internet to boycott basically this North Face. And same things happen with Bud Light. Now, you've got to ask yourself this question. If you see these companies are continually doing the same thing, 
and they're reaping the same results and losing billions of dollars in market capital, wouldn't that really define that definition and make it insanity? If you're doing the same thing over and over and over again and getting the same results, the answer is yes, it would be insanity in a normal marketing approach. This is not a normal marketing approach. This is not a normal business model. This is a directed affront to Christianity, and this is a direct front to conservatives in the United States culture. This is designed to be a full-on war. They're going to push this in every single major corporation that is controlled by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard because everyone I've looked up who's pulled these stunts is owned by them as the major shareholders, which shows you that these major corporations like BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard are willing to take massive casualties and losses in order to push this agenda to change the very culture of what we see and what we've had in the United States. So be aware of that and understand it from an outside-the-box perspective. Because I've had some people, some people say, I can't believe they're doing this. This is so stupid. They're going to get boycotted. They already know they're going to get boycotted. They already know they're going to lose billions of dollars. But the only way to do this is a direct frontal engagement against the United States. The subversion, the real low-key, under-the-table, cloak-and-dagger style to push agendas anymore isn't working fast enough. It's not effective enough. It's not assertive enough. They want to push this homosexual, transgender, absolute perversion ideology not to just get people to say, we want to be just left alone or we want to have equal rights or we want to be able to be have gay marriages. That is way past what this is now. This is about forcing it into every single household, getting every household to not only accept it, to embrace it, to love it, to hold it, to kiss it, to hug it, to rub it, and to say, we love it so much. We love having transgender pedophiles in our home every day through our television. This is so exciting. We love you, pedos. Here, have our children and do with them as you will. That is the overall end goal of what they want the general populace to go along with. I can't be more direct with you than that. They have clearly shown it with what they just put out on Target with the clothing. They have clearly showed it with this massive satanic agenda with some of these clothes they put in Target that they are now saying they're backing out. One of the main shirts that they had in child sizes was Satan loves my pronouns. I mean, on the shirt, I mean, you, you, you can't. You can't, you can't make this up. This is what they've been pushing in Target. And so, again, this is why I've continually told everybody, vote with your dollar, understand where it's going, understand who you're supporting, because this is way bigger than just, I'm buying this from here, I need this from here. Like Dad says so many times, this is not a fight of flesh and blood. This is a totally bigger aspect of what's going on right now, and it's designed to try to change the culture into the next phase of perversion to normalize this with the next generation that's coming up. And sadly, they're doing a very good job on a lot of fronts, especially in the school system. I mean, the school system has become so perverse, and yet so many people continue to criticize and critique anybody that actually wants to promote children learning about actual education instead of this indoctrination. I read an article earlier, and it was talking about DeSantis and this whole thing back and forth with DeSantis and Trump. And then it was going on, and I would read the comments, and all these people were just absolutely hammering DeSantis, not about anything actually legitimate, but they're talking about how, oh, he wants to prevent free speech in school, and he's book-burning in school, and he doesn't want kids to learn anything about any type of racial cultures, and he, he wants to block history, and he wants to remove blacks from school. I mean, just just total erroneous statements that have no basis in facts whatsoever. But yet again, that's what the leftists do is they come up with attacks. And now we've got this, this 
mud-throwing event between Trump and DeSantis, which I told you guys was going to happen. I I did not support DeSantis running right now at all. The whole thing is going to turn into a giant theater show. You got Trump slamming DeSantis about all this stuff now with COVID. Now, DeSantis came out earlier. I was reading it, and he was slamming Trump, basically stating that Trump handed over the entire country to, to basically uh, Fauci. It was interesting. He made a comment here, and he said, I think he did great for three years when he turned the country over to Fauci in March of 2020 that destroyed millions of lives, being sarcastic. And he said, in Florida, we were a few that stood up cut against the grain, took incoming fire from media, bureaucracy, the left, even a lot of Republicans had schools open and preserved businesses. Since then, COVID has out, since COVID, we've outperformed virtually any state in the country when you look at the metrics. And one thing he did say about this is he's 100% accurate. If you guys recall, when everything started with Trump, with COVID, Trump handed the reins to Fauci. Fauci ran the country. Notice, Fauci never got fired by Trump. Trump never did anything that opposed Fauci nor questioned anything he did the entire time. Trump was told, this is the agenda. We've been waiting for 2020. This is the platform we're going to run. We already wargamed this with Bill Gates with with Event 201. We know we're going to push right here. Step aside. This is who's going to run the country for the rest of the next two years. And he did. And DeSantis is accurate about that. The problem with this is – This is just going to turn into an absolute (laughs) distraction theater show now with these two for the next year. And quite frankly, one thing that bothers me a little bit is that DeSantis just got reelected in Florida. So how is this going to work with him actually supporting the state of Florida and the values of Florida while he's going to be running around campaigning, running back and forth mouth to mouth with Trump yelling and throwing mud at each other for the next year and a half? I don't like that. I really don't care for that whatsoever. And again, I think it was extremely ill-timed. If you look at it from a just open perspective, if you look at it from something that's designed to be a distraction and to keep people constantly involved in the theater show that's going to be on Fox News every single night with these two going back and forth and essentially the new reality show of DeSantis versus Trump, like it's going to be some type of boxing match, pay-per-view, UFC, whatever you want to call it, then – this is a brilliant strategy. That's what they're going with this, Dad. What do you think? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you with laughter, Austin. <laughs> this is uh, true, though. No, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like it's like you know the circus show continues. They they're flooding the Roman amphitheater, and yeah, and Donald Coliseum. Trump, and, you know, you Coliseum, and, and basically Trump and DeSantis have their rowboats out there with you know with fake cannons shooting at each other. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, we got we got the masses getting the bread, the bread and circuses of the masses throwing the masses bread, and and they're floating around in dinghies out there shooting at each other with fake cannons and and calling each other names, and it's just it's just a, it's a clown show, and that's what American politics has been for a long, long time, and, and you know, and I, I gotta give I gotta give DeSantis credit though, he's held his tongue, he has, he had he hadn't said anything about Trump. You know, I think what was it Reagan said, thou shalt not criticize another fellow Republican. I think that was the term. But now these guys are just have, having at each other. Nobody's even realizing, apparently at the highest levels where they do realize, that all it does is hurts the GOP overall when the two leading contenders are basically getting slammed by each other to the point of this. Now, you know, DeSantis goes, I don't know what happened to Donald Trump. DeSantis finally unloads on ex-president to say he is running to the left and has changed since his first White House run and his campaign is going in the wrong direction. I mean, you know, DeSantis has spent months avoiding criticism of his now number one primary election rival. The Florida governor entered the 2024 race, you know, on a botched Twitter announcement Wednesday after months of speculation. And DeSantis is finally going all in against Donald Trump in the days after formally entering the primary. 
For months, the Florida governor avoided taking swipes at the ex-president despite a barrage of attacks levied against him from the Trump side. But now DeSantis has made some most pointed remarks against the man whose endorsement he once sought. Speaking with Tennessee conservative radio host, host Matt Murphy, DeSantis claimed that Trump is a different guy today than he was running back in 2015, 2016. He insisted that Trump's campaign continues to show more signs of leaning left, and he's right, rather than leading to the conservative values. And following the governor's delayed, glitch-filled Twitter spaces announcement with Elon Musk, DeSantis has taken to more traditional media sources as part of his post-campaign launch, like your radio. It seems like he's running to the left, and I've always been someone that's just been more in conservative principles, DeSantis told Murphy. So these will be interesting debates to have, but I can tell you, you don't win nationally by moving to the left. You win nationally by standing for bold policy. We showed that in Florida. I never watered down anything that I did, which is true. He didn't. I don't know what happened to Donald Trump. This is a different guy today than he was in 2015. He also said in a separate interview that Trump's early-day COVID-19 policies destroyed millions of lives. When he turned the country over to Fauci, as Austin's already mentioned this, in March of 2020, it destroyed millions of people's lives, DeSantis said. On Fox News, DeSantis said that among his day one priorities as president would be to fire Trump's handpicked FBI Director Christopher Ray, I believe that because I know what I know what DeSantis did with Sheriff Israel down in Broward County. Yeah, basically that happened. Remember that often with the, with the yep. shooting down there, Parkland yeah, shooting. I, I, yeah, I, he's he's gonna do it. He's gonna come in and fire him. He goes, I think that some of these things he's been attacking me. I've had a little bit of surprise because he's been attacking me from the left, and that really wasn't the Donald Trump. He was a hard charger, leaning in on all the issues, very edgy on conservative issues, and it's part of the reason he did so well. He's also hitting against me against voting against immigration amnesty, DeSantis lamented. lamented. There, was a, there, there was the good latte to bill in 2018, and he said that it is akin to voting against the wall. The bill was a two million person amnesty for legal aliens, very little money for border security, and all conservatives opposed it. He did support it as president, which a lot of us were upset about. So I'm going to post this article for you guys. I mean, it goes into detail. It's from the Daily Mail, so you guys can read through it yourselves. But I mean – this is exactly what Austin said it's going to be. It's going to be a circus clown showdown for the next two years. We're going to have to watch this stuff now. And, you know, and what I don't think what Trump understands is this. DeSantis is a, you know, he's a JAG officer. You know, DeSantis has stood against Disney down here and has absolutely just, just slammed Disney. I mean, politically, in the press, every which way he can with the Brady Creek mess. He hasn't backed off of anything. Other people that have gone against Trump in the past have always been a bunch of beta males like Jeb Bush. You know, they all back off and Trump's calling them names and yelling at them in a debate. And they're just sitting there just being real quiet, and real sheepish. Uh, DeSantis is not going to do that. DeSantis, DeSantis is going to come right back at him. It's gonna, one thing I will say about this circus showdown with the bread and circuses that we have with the amphitheater being flooded and the Coliseum being flooded is that we're going to have some entertainment far, far from the masses. And it's going to keep us as far as a lot of show topics we don't really want to cover, but we're going to have to cover them anyhow. So it is what it is. Like it's when Obama true, was though. In office. No, it's true. You know, when Obama was in office and all the other stuff, we always had stuff to talk about. So it's going to be one of these things with him. By the way, Germany is entering a massive recession right now, which I kind of expected that, following an economic collapse. And experts predict the situation is only going to get worse for Europe's largest economy as the International Monetary Fund sharply upgrades the U.K. fourth growth forecast. The German economy suffered an unexpected dip in the first quarter of the year, formally putting the country into recession, new figures show. Germany's gross domestic product fell by 0.3% in the period from January to March. That's a huge drop, by the way. The figures come as a major blow to Germany's government, which just weeks ago boldly doubled its growth forecast for this year after a feared winter energy, energy, energy crunch failed to materialize. 
the government predicted that the GDP will grow by 0.4%, but it's not. It's actually going backwards from that. And so we're seeing this happening in the, in the cracks that are happening all over the United States and all over the world right now as far as economies. And the reason for that is the contraction of the M1 money supply and the massive increase in the, in the Fed as far as raising the interest rates, which should have been done a long, long time ago before we had this massive bubble economy. And we should have never, ever signed all those COVID checks to all those people for trillions and trillions of dollars, which the banks got most of that, by the way, in order to basically subsidize their lifestyle, including with rent, et cetera, so they no longer had to work. Now you run an ad on Craigslist for somebody to help you, you get like zero response because everybody's been programmed and conditioned now that they've got to make X amount of dollars per hour, X amount of money per hour, X amount of free stuff from the government per hour. I know a lady who basically you know, was a housekeeper, and she's been unbelievably flaky. Well, then you come to find out this lady's getting subsidies because she's not married. She's got multiple children from an, basically an immigrant from Mexico, and so they're subsidizing her for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month, and there's no reason to work anymore because she gets free money from everybody. And so it's one of those deals. This is happening everywhere, and it's all part of the Cloward and Pivot strategy. It started with Lyndon Johnson with the Great Society program back in the 60s when she decided to eradicate poverty by giving people free money. If you give everybody free money, all you do is create a bunch of cripples. That's all you do. People who don't want to work anymore, who want to ride in the car and have somebody else pull them, and they don't go out for a job. They're not going to work in the sun. They're not going to pull shingles off a roof. They're not going to hang sheetrock. They're not going to be you know, a plumber you know, crawling under a house. They're not going to be a mechanic in a diesel shop trying to fix a diesel engine from a Caterpillar or Cummings or Detroit. They don't care about any of that stuff. All they want to do is sit around the house, watch TV, eat their you know, MSG's laced Doritos, or you know, travel around with their wife or their girlfriend or whatever and get more free cash. I, remember, I saw that with student loans in college. People would come in, and they'd get student loans. This is way back even in the 70s, and I see it today, student loans. They come in. They spend all that student loan money on lifestyle. Well, then at the end of the four or five, six years, depending on how long they're in college, they end up with hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans, which have subsidized their extravagant lifestyle for six years, including paying their college tuition. And suddenly they have a degree that they can't use for anything, and now they're in a situation where they can't earn any income, and now they can't pay the student loan payments. And then the student loans people come after them. They start garnishing wages. All of this stuff. It's Cloward and Piven. It's all Marxist ideology. It's all from the Frankfurt School. It's all cultural Marxism. It's to destroy the republic by creating social welfare infrastructures that basically are so difficult to pay, people can't do it. You see it in local city municipalities. The city will pay a person for eight years of work, and then basically they start drawing a pension after eight years or start drawing a pension after 20 years. And you see it over and over and over again. Pretty soon the state, the city is paying all these pensions out to all these people, and they have to continually raise property taxes in order to cover the bills. It happens all the time. And yet that's the tax dollars at work. And the response is, well, they don't make as much money as they could in the private sector. Uh, contraire, some of these guys who work in these cities are making $25, $35, $40 an hour. They are making just as much money as they would in the private sector because they have these huge benefits, and that's the problem when you allow a city commission or other groups of people that are running city budgets to vote on stuff, including their own salaries. You see it over and over and over again with Congress, for heaven's sakes. They're not going to vote themselves term limits. Why were they going to cut their own you know, gravy train out? They're not going to do all that. How many people have gone into Congress or the Senate, and they've barely been able to pay their bills, and they come out 20 or 30 years later, and they're multimillionaires worth hundreds of million dollars? I mean Nancy Pelosi, let's use her as an example. She's from a mafiosa family. All of this stuff is just ridiculous, and it leads and breaks down the infrastructure of the United States of, of America. And then, let me give you, let me read you that article real quick. This is a pretty good one. You know, we've had a massive backlash, and also mentioned this earlier against corporations that have incessantly been shoving drag queen shows down our throats. Now, this is again the bankers, the Kabbalists, Luciferian, 
who believe their God is a transgender pushing that agenda on us. And this banks are transgender is, you know, it's not skipping a beat. Now, why is that happening? Bud Light sales have dropped 25%. Think about that for a second. We're talking billions of dollars since the loss of their Dylan Mulvaney campaign. In response, similar to boycott, Target was forced to you know, remove friendly women's swimsuits that enable men to hide their genitalia along with the assortment of anti-propaganda you know, pieces by Satanist designer Eric Carnell. You know, all of this stuff is just creating a massive, massive problem with these corporations. But think about this for a second. Two-thirds of the country is working class in the United States. Around 70 percent of the people, you know, they're blue-collar. They work. They provide a good income for their family. They're great people. I love them. You know, I mean, I was in that category for years and years and years in high school and college. I worked. I worked construction. I was a framer. I hung sheetrock. I did shingling. You know, I, I did everything. I was a mud mason guy, a mud man. Uh, you know, you know, you know, for block masons, I used to be. I used to remember the formula: it's eighteen shovelfuls of sand to one box of masonry mit, mit, you know, mix, and then you and you have to roll the mud up. You can't get it too soupy. I mean, I can still do all that stuff. I did it for a long, long time. And so, I love the blue collar mindset. I, I, I was blue collar for many, many years, and and I love that. I have no problem with getting outside and fixing sprinklers. I have no problem with crawling down in a ditch. I don't care about stuff like that. I mean, it's, it is what it is. If something has to get done, let's get it done. I remember years ago, I had a guy named Mike. He was working for me. Great guy. He was a college student. And we were digging a ditch. This is like 20 years ago. And you know, I was out there. I grabbed the shovel. I started helping him dig the ditch. And he looked at me. He goes, Dr. Brower, why are you digging a ditch? And I said, because you need some help. He goes, I'll, I'll take care of this. And I said, no, it's all right. I don't mind. I'll help you with it. And he was shocked that I was out there digging the ditch with him. Now, some of you guys are thinking, nah, Dr. Brower would never do that. Yeah. I'm the one who taught Austin how to cut by burnham hedges that were 12 feet tall. I'm the one who you know, teaches people how to repair sprinkler systems in my yard. I'm that guy. I mean, I can fix and do about anything because I was raised that way in a fish camp, you know, repairing cottages and painting cottages at the age of eight years of age. I started working, including mowing two acres of property with a 20-inch push mower. So I know how to physically work. The other day, I was talking to Van Green, my good friend who's my workout partner, former NFL guy. And we were talking about how we both used to go out into the citrus groves here in Central Florida and pick oranges to earn money while we were in high school, in elementary school, not elementary school, but middle school. And that's really hard work. So I don't have a problem with blue-collar. I love blue-collar people because, quite frankly, I've told you guys this before, I'm just a, pretty much a blue-collar worker that ended up getting educated. And, you know, I guess we'd call me in Austin, you know, a couple of, you know, uh, rednecks, I guess, <laughs> with a really high education, I guess. I don't know what we are. But we try to relate to everybody to the best of our ability. Maybe that's why I'm so vocal when I do a talk show like this, and I'm so honest with everybody because I learned a long time ago. Everybody puts their own pants on one leg at a time. All of us do. I remember people used to say to me when I was there sharing the platform with Colin Powell and President Bush and all the other crazy dignitaries that I was with. You know, How in the world have you maintained this perspective? And I told them, I said, here's how it works. God is no respecter of persons. What he'll do for one, he'll do another. All of us have been given grace by our Lord Jesus Christ for what he's done with us. Nobody's any better than anyone else. And that's how I've looked at it. That's how I've looked at my life, my entire life. And that's how we have to look at life in general. That's why I tell you guys, don't worry about tomorrow, for we know who holds tomorrow. You know, tomorrow has enough issues on its own. Worrying about it's not going to add a single moment to your life, the Bible tells us. And that's how we have to understand that. But most of the, but most of the United States, as I was and as I still can be very easily, are blue-collar working class. Okay, And a lot of these people basically who are, quote, unquote, the professional class, they hold beliefs and values that are odds against the working class because they spent four years of their education in college in re-education camps run by the Kabbalist, Luciferian, Synagogue of Satan group. They've basically been programmed for four years. This has resulted in our country 
which most people don't agree with, of these values being pushed on us by this far-left weirdos. The gay community, the drag queens, the transgender individuals, they really constitute a small minority, and it's not representative of the United States. It's about 1%. This corporate insistence on equating homosexuals with drag queens reduces the former to these cartoonish and hysterical stereotypes, much the same way that drag queens mock caricature and seemingly despise women. But nothing is stopping North Face, which Austin just mentioned, from piling on with this super Pride Month campaign. Why? Now, this is the interesting part about this article. It says it's because mega corporations must participate in these Kabbalist, Luciferian, Baphometic rituals in order to be to abide by the World Economics Forum's commandments or they will lose access to credit. Whoa. I'm saying listen to that one more time. They have to do what they're told to do or they will lose access to credit. It's the same thing they did in Venezuela. They stopped the money supply and the ability of Venezuela to use U.S. dollars to get their oil out of the ground and process it through the refineries, and they went into a credit crunch. And the World Economic Forum is running the entire planet through their Baphomet, Kabbalist, Luciferian mandate. In other words, they're not shoving trans down our throats because they believe that alienating their customers will be good marketing or because they believe that such initiatives actually support gay people. They're doing it out of greed and fear because these guys that run these major corporations realize that some of them are Kabbalists. I'm going to say that. To correct this article. Some of them are hardcore Kabbalists, but they're doing it because they want their bonuses every month, and they're afraid they're going to get fired, and they want to make sure they get their $10 million or $20 million or $30 million bonus at the end of the year. Do they have to do the marching orders of the, you know, the new gay, trans, you know, Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan marching orders? And this is why it's being forced on these corporate people. You know, when Pride part, with, Pride, with Pride Month starting in a week, we can be expected to be treated with a smorgasbord of corporate wokeness, the likes of which we've never seen. The banksters' credit system currently ranks businesses according to their diversity training. I'll repeat that. The banksters' credit system, this is part of that Chinese credit score they've been implemented, they want it globally, have currently ranks businesses according to diversity training and equity scores, whereby the more blacks and LGBTQ employees by ratio, the greater the score. This is the affirmative action stuff we've talked about so many times. Credit worthiness is also measured by whether a corporation forces employees to go two week to, 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 to training classes for the critical race theory. So obviously the more woke their advertising campaigns, the more bankster brownie points, the cheaper the credit is, the bigger their bonuses are, period. Credit scores are bestowed by the International Business Council, a division of the World Economic Forum. Think about that. Credit scores for corporations are bestowed by the International Business Council, the IBC. This is the vision of the World Economic Forum. And in 2020, the IBC identified a set of core ESG metrics that were delivered to major corporations and banks across the globe. These stakeholder capitalism metrics were built into the operating mechanism whereby all corporate employees must be compliant or be fired. This foundation is tasked with measuring each corporate score, and it audits the credit scores, and then Moody ranks the companies accordingly, all Kabbalist controls. Companies that do not comply with the WEF's criteria per audit are heavily fined, their Moody rating is lowered, and their ability to obtain bank loans is destroyed. This is what Helen Glass, who's written a lot about this, calls executive blackmail. Major corporations are being forced to self-destruct in order to maintain their credit ratings as part of the same orchestrated civilization collapse that is shutting down the farms, blowing up the food and processing plants, turning off the pipelines and the power plants, and imposing zero carbon on a planet of carbon-based life forms. That's the planet. Who's, that's, this, that's who's running the planet, and that's why they're doing this to all of these major corporations and forcing it. You know, Target has got a bunch of weirdos in charge. I got that, okay? But they've just they've just collapsed their stock price. You know, now North Face, which makes really good products, I've loved North Face products for years. I won't buy them again. I won't go to Target again. And if we don't block these guys, 
we're not going to make any difference. But remember, these guys are being thrown on the altar stone of political correctness. They're being sacrificed to Baal, to Moloch, and to Asher, and to Einstein, and all these satanic entities in order to push their agenda. That's who runs the planet. And I've told you that for years and years and years and years. And so I sit back and I watch it and I go, well, you know, it shouldn't be that way. We got it. That's why we went into detail on angel wars as it why it is that way. And so we have to understand that. But we're going to stand firm on the Ted Nelson Brower Show. Because we're going to continue to proclaim the name of Jesus. We're going to continue to proclaim the great I am. We're going to continue to tell you that you have hope through Christ. I'm going to continue to tell you that we will not live in a fear-based mindset. I will continue to explain to you every single day of my life while I possibly can still do it from a mental acuity standpoint of who runs the planet, why they run the planet, and what their agenda is. We have hope through Jesus. He is our escape plan, period. That's it. We have no other chance without him. And we got that. And we realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and that this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice, and I will be glad, and I won't even care whether Target puts out trans where, because I don't go there anyhow. So just think about it like that, and realize that we're all of this together. You're my family. I pray for you guys all the time. I love you guys. I really, really appreciate you. And guys, we're going to stand firm in all this, and we're going to keep on that armor of God, and we're going to stand no matter what. What do you think, Oz? That's that's spot on. I mean, this is really one of those critical points of human history. I mean that sincerely. You know, you hear stuff, you know, about references to Normandy Beach invasion, World War II, and other situations like that that were pivotal points, that were huge events. And this is one of those times now that's starting to occur. It's just intentionally being downgraded by the mainstream media to essentially pretend that we're just doing this out of hatred homophobia and transphobia they're just being hateful it's funny because ap now i saw had an article that they actually had to retract part of when i told you guys the other day how they were saying that target is removing a lot of the clothing items because they've gotten threats to the employees and they basically are trying to go in and they're trying to figure out how to mitigate and save and protect their target employees because they're being threatened well yeah now that's we find that now is a complete and total lie Associated Press has now removed their claim of violence being inflicted upon Target employees. We demanded examples, and they got caught lying, so they've deleted it now. This was a peaceful boycott to protect our children. Lies and smears will not stop us. And what's ironic is there was a video DC Drano posted, and it said, wow, look at what these conservatives did to Target. And it's a video from 2020 back when BLM terrorists and Antifa terrorists literally raided multiple Targets. And, I mean, the place is upside down. It looks like a tornado went through the entire store. I mean, every, the registers are flipped. Clothing is gone. Everything in the store is cleaned out. I said, oh, wait, hold on. No, this is from a BLM riot in a democratically controlled city. Never mind. Nothing to see here. And then it showed videos of people going into Target and basically videotaping what's going on. So there's been no violence. There's been no, you know, basically threats inflicted against Target employees. This is simply just something we're not okay with. But again, this is what they constantly do on a regular basis, right? They do something that's egregious, and then they play the victim card and project it onto basically the conservatives and say, oh, they're being violent. We don't know what to do. They, oh, oh, they're being so angry at us. We don't know how to handle this. All we did was want to just basically make people feel free and pride. No, it's what it's all about. Remember what it says in the Bible? Pride cometh before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. Isn't it interesting? This entire generation of this alphabet group now, especially the transgenders, they're constantly talking about how 
great it is and how great they are and how basically they're this and they're that, and they're constantly exalting themselves on a regular basis. Hmm? Ever notice that? Constant pride everywhere, pride, 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 pride. There's nothing wrong with being proud of where you're from. There's nothing wrong with being proud of your national heritage. There's nothing wrong with being proud of being American. But it's very clear in the Bible about being prideful and having a haughty spirit. And this is exactly what you're seeing with the mindset, ideology, and behavior pattern of this group. And so, again, very important. People look at it from an outside open perspective and realize there's much more happening outside the box. Also, too, now, there's a report that has been released. It's finally going uh, more viral on alternative media. And it's the final report, the exhaustive six-year study of fluoride neurotoxicity that was blocked from public release in its entirety. Dr. Richard Levine, the very, very confused male that wants to walk around and pretend he's a female, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services blocked this last year. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, just throwing it out there, what it is. I don't lie. I just call it what it is. And according to the Fluoride Action Network, the exhaustive study conducted by the National Toxicology Program included incontrovertible evidence that fluoride hinders the development of brain in children who consume it at levels present in most public water supplies. Under agreement reached from the ongoing, ongoing lawsuit against the EPA, the report was finally made public last month with a table of contents, including were comments from external peer reviewers and internal HHS departments along with responses from the national toxicology program external peer reviewers all agreed with the conclusion that prenatal and early life fluoride exposure reduces iq now we've talked about this for years this is now finally coming to a oh this isn't oh this this, this, this is a study that's not peer-reviewed no this thing has been exhausted and it is detailed and it is now finally getting released in its entirety they've been trying to block this thing for over an entire year with Mr. Richard Levine, who thinks he's a female and he's a male. The report was issued in two parts, a monogram and a meta-analysis. The meta-analysis found that 52 of the 55 studies found lower IQ with higher fluoride exposure. 52 out of the 55 studies, guys. This is remarkable consistency in a research study. This wasn't two or three out of 55. This was 52 out of 55. Of the 19 studies rated top quality, 18 found lowering of IQ when exposed to high amounts of fluoride toxicity. The meta-analysis could not detect any safe exposure, including at levels common from drinking fluoridated water. I'm going to repeat that. The meta-analysis could not detect any safe exposure of fluoride, including levels common from drinking fluoridated water. This is crazy, guys. And again, this is why the Freedom of Information Act was put in, this lawsuit was put in, because everything was going against this to try to block this study from getting made public. And I'm going to repeat this again. Dad's talked about this in detail. I'm going to post this on the website, but I'm going to read the excerpt from Zelko, Frank Zelko, who explains in an Ohio State University study where fluoride came from and why it is so bad. He said highly toxic hydrogen fluoride and silicon tetrafluoride gases are byproducts of fertilized production. Prior to the 1970s, these pollutants were vented in the atmosphere and gave central Florida some of the most noxious air pollution in the country. This is accurate from the fertilizer production that we had down here. It went on to say, however, complaints by farmers and ranchers eventually forced reluctant manufacturers to invest in pollutant abate scrubbers that converted to toxic vapors into fluorosilicic acid. 
a dangerous but more containable liquid waste. Okay, sounds sounds like they're trying to do something helpful for the environment. Got it. Okay. Zelko further explains that the U.S. National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, that is OSHA, cautions that FSA, an inorganic fluoride compound, has dire health consequences for any worker that comes in contact with it. This is OSHA, the, the group that was going to come in and fine companies if they didn't force their employees to get an RNA experimental injection. This same OSHA. This same OSHA said that it has dire health consequences if you're exposed to fluorosilicic acid. Breathing its fumes causes severe lung damage or death, they state, and I quote, an accidental splash on bare skin will lead to extreme burning and excruciating pain. Fortunately, it can be contained in high-density cross-linked polythene storage tanks. They basically put them in these big container tanks. In such tanks, Zelko notes, the fluorosilicic acid has for the past half century been transported from Florida fertilizer factories to water reservoirs throughout the entire United States. Once there, it is drip-fed into drinking water. This is a practice that the American Dental Association and scientists along with public health officials describe as a, and I quote, precise adjustment of existing naturally occurring fluoride levels in drinking water to optimal optimal fluoride level for the prevention of dental decay. You can't make this up, guys. This stuff is so toxic you can't even breathe it or touch it. Yet, oh, hey, it protects your goods cavities. Oh, but if you get too much fluoride, it causes dental fluorosis, which makes your teeth crumble and fall out. Real fine line with this stuff. You know, if you touch it, it burns you. If you breathe it, it kills you. If you drink too much of it, it makes you stupid. If you drink really too much of it, it makes your teeth fall out. But hey, it really helps with, with tooth decay and preventing it if it's in a, the right dosage that it never is in. But it still makes you stupid while it prevents tooth decay, but then it doesn't stop tooth decay at all, actually, when you do the real research. It just makes your teeth fall out and makes you dumb. This stuff is so toxic, and this has been one of the main compounds that I have talked about and Dad has talked about for years in making sure you do everything you can to prevent drinking this stuff, especially with young children. Another aspect of it that they're not talking about in here, and Dad and I have talked about it repeatedly, is what it does to the pineal gland of the brain. This calcifies the pineal gland and also, again, reduces the IQ points, which continually prevents you from being able to have abstract reasoning and concrete rational thought. That's why you see so many people that constantly push this stuff, and you talk to people sometimes, and they just have this dumb look on their face. And I'm not being insulting. I do not mean that at all. I mean you talk to them about something, and they look at you, and they're like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. And I'm like, you understand what I'm talking about here? This is RNA gene therapy that was built. By DARPA, the developmental research of the Pentagon in 2012 as experimental super soldier technology with RNA gene therapy. Following me? Uh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not following you. I, actually, I got to get another diet coke, man. I'm, I'm getting a headache. I got. I got I to gotta go. I can't talk about this. And you're like, okay, I'm done. That I'm, I'm done. But this right here explains you why they don't want this report going out and people talking about it. Notice Fox News, MSNBC, nobody has talked about this meta-analysis whatsoever. This is a six-year study of fluoride toxicity, but yet hasn't been reported. Why? Because the United States is one of the only countries in the entire world that mass fluoridates their water supply and pushes it on the dental association along children. It's funny, when Atlanta took the kids to the dentist the other day, 
getting checked out 107 so he's losing some of his baby teeth he's getting adult teeth in and i want to do x-rays to make sure he had all his teeth i don't like x-rays at all but there is a point in time where you got to do those to make sure if you got anything planned as far as with braces or implants or what you got to do it's a good thing to know what you're working with with the kids as far as with their teeth because you know i mean you want to have their teeth straight and good as they get older and it was interesting because she told them before she went there, she was like, I'm not doing any fluoride treatment. We're not using fluoride toothpaste. We're not using fluoride mouthwash. We're not using fluoride toothbrushes. We're not using fluoride treatment, nothing. And her mom went with her, who's a dental hygienist, and so they were very respectful about it. And one of the ladies, I guess, asked her about it. She's like, well, why do you what, – what is your take against you know fluoride? And she's, she, she basically did a real short synopsis of what I said. She goes, fluoride is just a byproduct of fertilizer production. There is not one single significant research study that shows fluoride is good for your health whatsoever. The only studies that have shown fluoride help prevent tooth decay have been massively skewed research studies that were essentially bought and paid for by the industries and the fertilizer industries that were constantly trying to figure out how to dispose of this waste and not have to go through massive EPA fines and massive EPA fees to figure out where to put all this fluorescent acid, hydrofluorescent acid. So again, this is what happens when you figure out what's going on behind the scenes and why it is so important to protect your health at all costs. That's why even just like our fluoride-free toothpaste, a lot of customers call in and buy those. I, I, I have customers that call in and buy them, and they give them to family members just to get them off the garbage crest and stuff that's at Walmart that's loaded with fluoride. Isn't it funny that they say right on the backside of toothpaste that has fluoride in it, if swallowed, contact poison control center immediately. What do you do with mouth toothpaste when you put it in your mouth? It's in your mouth. It's being absorbed under your tongue. It's being absorbed through your gums. Your mouth is very vascular. Oh, but, you know, hey, it's totally safe and protective for your teeth. Yeah, how's that working for the general young childhood population that's riddled with cavities now? Because what's happened is now they've continued to push the lie, and they can't come off the lie now. If this study was to go mainstream on and basically say Fox News, say Fox News did this report. They did a full expose on it. Tucker Carlson was on there and did a full expose. And they came out and they said, listen, here's a report. You can read it. Fluoride is unbelievably toxic. You should never ingest it. We need to start petitioning the water suppliers and basically the, the local community water suppliers to stop putting the stuff in the water. You would have literally boycotts like you see at Target and these other companies on a national scale. That is why the mainstream media's job is so important in maintaining the narrative for the globalist banker boys that want to keep people dumbed down and servile and infertile, just like they did in the Russian gulags, just like they did in the Nazi concentration camps, just like they have done in every other group of tyrannical individuals that wish to control another one. You have to keep them dumbed down and servile. You cannot deal with extremely educated, high IQ, high testosterone males that are well-fed and well-strong and putting them in a concentration camp. It doesn't work. They've tried to do this and it doesn't work. All you end up with is everybody dies. The guards, the war, the fighters, the soldiers, they, everybody dies. Everybody just kills each other because we're not going to do this. We're not going to go out to a giant hole where we see all our friends' bodies drop and one guy walks up with a machine gun and you mow hundred of us down while we stand there and drool on ourselves. It doesn't work. It doesn't happen. You have to drug the population, and fluoride has been one of the number one contributing factors to drugging the population. So again, use wisdom when you go out. A lot of times if I go out to a restaurant, I don't go out and eat very often. If I do, 
I'll ask them basically for bottled water and glass if they have it, like natural artesian water. If I they don't have that, I'll go in with a tumbler. I'll bring my own water when I go to restaurants. I do that all the time. So does dad. People laugh at me sometimes because they think it's kind of like you know lowbrow, I guess. Like, yeah, you're kind of being a redneck. I'm like, well, I'm from Auburndale, Florida, so shut up. <laughs> I'll drink, I want to drink my own water. If you don't like that, then we don't have to eat here anymore. But I'm going to drink my clean, purified water when I go out along with my children. I'm not going to drink this sludge you're trying to put in the water. So continue to do your own research and make your own decisions that you feel are best for your family, but always make them on an educated research basis. Do not do anything. I encourage people, do not do anything just because somebody tells you to do so. Just because somebody walks up and says, well, you have to drink this. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm spending money here, bud. I will do whatever I want within reason. <laughs> I'm not going to be told I can't do this and I can't do that. If I want to drink my own water here, that's fine. If you don't want me to, I'll go to a different restaurant. And again, I've never had a single restaurant ever say anything to me about it, ever. I don't know if it's just because me or because they value and respect people in Florida and a lot of restaurants because it's a huge industry down here. And so, again, continue to get the truth out there and educate other people. I'm going to put this article on the website so you can forward it to your friends and family and try to wake them up on the dangers of fluoride. What do you think, Deb? You know, Austin, uh, this is the, the drum that I've beaten now for 40 years on fluoride. This is, why oh, I've had a, this, this is why I've had a distiller for 40 years. I mean, this is why we promote distillers. I mean, you can't get this stuff out with a charcoal filter. It just doesn't work. Uh, you know, some, of these, some of these groups claim they have filters that do this, but how do you know this is even true? Have you tested for fluoride? Distillation takes fluoride out. Our distillers, especially you know, the, the, the units that basically uh, you have post filters and all the other stuff with dollar gas vents like we have on our website, they're the best, the best ones you can get. And, you know, people say, well, you can't be drinking distilled water. Let me explain something to you about distilled water. If you drink a glass of distilled water, it's pure. It helps keep the blood thin. It helps keep the toxins out of your body. And if you're drinking water that basically is contaminated, you're going to be having to use your filter, which are your kidneys and your liver, to get the stuff back out of your system. And when you, when you drink water that has been seriously contaminated with calcium carbonate from the, from the limestone and you're drinking and putting it in your body, your body then has to deal with all that inorganic calcium, which you can only absorb and use about 2% of it, the rest of it is either excreted through the body or basically ends up in your joints and in your arteries. It's unreal. And then fluoride is rat poison. I, I mean, I, you know, I mean, you, you, it's used in rat poison, for heaven's sakes. It's a neurological toxin. It's unbelievably toxic. I mean, if you took a glass of you know, uh, water and you, you know, it was distilled and you had a choice. It was water number one distilled, water number two distilled, and you put a drop of rat poison in water number two and you label it, it contains rat poison, nobody would touch it. I mean, unless, you're, unless you're so stupid already from the dumbing down of the fluoride. That's why I always say to the listeners and to you guys and to my family and everybody else, the reason they've gotten away with this is it was so gradual and they lied again. Remember, flatten the curve? Remember this with the COVID? We're going to flatten the curve. We're going to lock you down to flatten the curve. You know, if you don't, you know, get the COVID shot, you won't have a job. If you don't get the COVID shot, you're going to basically be not part of the solution. You'll be part of the problem. You need to be taken out back and shot. All these crazy things these people were saying on national radio and TV about people who refused to take vaccines that were not tested. Remember that? Push, 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 push. They did the same thing back in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s with fluoride. It was the exact same thing. They came out with the American Dental Association. They got the, they got the dentists to agree with them. Oh, it causes that you know, teeth, tooth hardening. Well, it's like Austin says, you can't touch it. You can't drink it. You can't you know, be around it. It'll poison you. I mean, when it comes into these plants that basically put the water into their you know, circulation, into the food, into the water supply, it comes to giant barrels with skull and crossbones. Danger it contains hydrochloric silicic acid. Do not touch. Do not drink. Do not get near. You know, wear gloves. Wear masks. Wear respirators. I mean, all this crazy stuff just to get around the stuff. But they poured into the water supply, 
And again, I was using the German concentration camps to make the inmates servile and infertile, like Austin said, because you get a bunch of alpha males and they're killing each other. You don't have much of a slave labor. But I always remember that. By the way, I'm going to mention one thing to you real quick, because we're talking about this stuff anyhow. You know, when Steven Spielberg did the movie Schindler's List, and he got given an Academy Award for it, and he accepted the Academy Award, he dedicated the Academy Award to the 4.5 million Jews that were still alive in concentration camps at the end of World War II. You think, wow, that was really nice of him. I, I, I agree, it was, it was nice. But if it was genocide on the Jewish people, why did Hitler leave 4.5 million Jews alive in concentration camps? Why didn't he just shut the water off to the concentration camps two or three weeks before the end of the war and been done with it all? Well, they were slave labor camps, guys. That's what they were. They were munitions factories. They were slave labor camps. They were people that were working every single day in underground facilities in order to manufacture V1 rockets and, and, you know, and, and, and bombs and munitions and everything else. And, and again, at the end of the war, when Hitler escaped Argentina, which I believe he did, which I can pretty much prove that to you with the research that I have, you know, he wasn't killed in that bunker. He didn't commit suicide. I mean, he was already giving away the secrets, according to Jim Mars, to our detonation and our trigger devices and our fuses for the nuclear bombs. And supposedly, according to Jim Mars, the two dropped the two bombs that we dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki weren't even our bombs. They were German bombs. Just thought I'd mention that. You can read the book The Fourth Reich by Jim Mars and go into detail with that. You disagree with that? Great, but disagree with it. You know, but I think Jim Mars did a lot of research on all this stuff. But Hitler negotiated his basically release from Germany. He was able to land the plane right there in Berlin and take off from Berlin and get out of the country. And so I just thought I'd mention that to you guys too. After he ordered the German youth to fight to the death of ten and twelve year olds in the in the in the you know in, in the streets at the end, I mean it's insane what happened over there. But all of this stuff is telling you right now that the Germans discovered that fluoride made inmates servile and infertile because they were slave labor camps. Just thought I'd mention that again. And in 1945, when we go into Dachau and we see the research, in 1946 they start putting it into our water supply. And I remember, and I've talked about this a few weeks ago about fluoride. You know, that movie Dr. Strangelove or how I learned to love the bomb or whatever you want to call that thing with Slim Pickens that was done back in the 60s. It's a black and white movie that everybody needs to see. And the colonel or the general in that movie, I can't remember what his rank was, who decides to start World War III, said it was over fluoride. And he wanted the American people to realize that the fluoride was going to destroy their cognition, going to destroy them. He called them as the, you know, body fluids or life essence or whatever. And he's right. When you destroy the pineal gland, it really affects perception. It also affects, affects melatonin production. I mean, we could go into detail about that, but I'm not going to do that on this show. But the reality is this, is that if they know that the calcification of the pineal gland occurs with the use of fluoride, okay, if they know that, and they know that melatonin production will be reduced, and they, that you're not going to have as good as sleep patterns, et cetera, et cetera, and they know that you're going to make you servile and infertile, you know, what, why would they not want to give it to a population they're trying to control through the Frankfurt School and through cultural Marxism? Remember, the, the entities that run this planet understand what fluoride is. You know, and down here in central Florida, we saw one of the most polluted areas ever to live in until the Mon – not Monsanto. It was American Siami back then. were forced to put wet scrubbers on the stacks. They used to do exactly what Austin said. They used to dump this stuff right into the air and pollute everything for hundreds of miles in all directions. Well, the government finally came in and required they put wet scrubbers on their stacks to, get, to stop this stuff from going into the air supply. And we still have the fertilizer production here. But now, they're, now they have to deal with this hydrofluorosilicic acid that they have as a byproduct. What best, what, how, what's the best way to do it? Put it into our water supply and feed it to the people and dump it as, a, as, a, as a basically a neurotoxin to the water supply. It solves multiple problems. It gets rid of the fluoride and it dumps the population down. I was on a cruise ship years ago, and they make distilled water on cruise ships. People don't realize this. They have, they, nobody realizes this. They put chlorine in the in – the, and I asked the captain one day. I said, why – tell me about the water on the ship. And he goes, it's distilled. 
we have we have giant distillers that run off the heat from the engines, and we produce how many hundreds of thousands of purified water every single day, distilled water every day, which we use in the plumbing, and we pump throughout the ship. I said, oh. And I said, do you, you put chlorine in it? He goes, yes, we put chlorine to make sure there's no bacteria. And I said, do you put fluoride in it? He goes, absolutely not. If we put hydrofluorosilicic acid into our ship's pipes, it eats and corrodes the pipes. And when it does that, it destroys the internal parts of the ship, and we have to go back into dry dock. And a lot of this stuff is almost impossible to get to because it's inside of the ship hulls, and we have to tear the whole ship apart because of the hydrofluorosilicic acid. We will not put fluoride in the water supply. Which that told me that all I needed to do at that point was bring a charcoal filter, would take chlorine out on the ship and not carry water. Until that point, I used to carry my own water on a water ship all the time. He said, "Well, did you really do that?" Yeah. Well, I remember one time we went on a cruise to South, um, to uh, I guess it was down to the Bahamas, and we were being gone for like seven days, and we brought like twenty gallons of water with us on the boat, and put it in the room because we weren't going to be buying you know twenty dollar a gallon water from the ship because they rip you off on those boats because you can't go anywhere else to get the water. And so then when I found out it was distilled water running through the pipes, I said, well, it's no big deal. I can use just a simple charcoal filter, and we can do it that way. And that's what we did from that point on. But the reality is that if the ships know this and the municipalities know this and they're being forced to do it, that's one of the reasons that a lot of this lead is being released into the water supply in these major cities that have pipes under the ground that were 100 years old that used lead solder to put the pipes together. And when they pump the fluoride through these pipes, it causes this lead to be dissolved because it's acid, which puts the lead into the water supply, which causes massive lead poison in the population, which further dumps down the population with lead. All of this stuff I've talked about over the years over and over and over again, but yet people still use fluoride toothpaste. This is why we say to you all the time, thank you for getting your toothpaste from us. It doesn't have fluoride in it, but that's how bad it is. And so I'm really, I'm really thankful because I saw that same story and I was going to cover it. I'm really glad that Austin did because once you understand what this stuff is and how bad it is, it really gets your attention. It really is. By the way, I know and Austin had talked about this earlier, and I'm going to mention it one more time. My deepest condolences to the family of the Oath Keeper, you know, who basically was put, you know, Stuart Rhodes, 18-year prison sentence. And my deepest condolences to him. I mean, uh, he was convicted of seditious Sandy. conspiracy. I, yeah, yeah I, I told Austin it was good. This, this, it's gonna, that was going to happen. And his life is done. He's ruined unless Trump or DeSantis pardons him. And I mean, this is a nightmare. This has happened. I love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday weekend. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Now, this is what we've seen now with this giant witch hunt with the FBI and going and targeting thousands of Americans for simply, in some cases, just being up at the Capitol. This whole thing is just total insanity. Massive abuse of power. And I told you guys before, there were individuals up there in, in D.C. that did probably need to be arrested. For breaking windows or vandalizing certain things, yeah, vandalism charges. You know, basically paying back. You know, fixing stuff. I get that. The problem is, as we found out further and further in the investigation, the vast majority of people that were engaged in that behavior and fighting law enforcement, they were the ones with their faces covered up that end up being FBI confidential informants that were never charged with anything. Yet these individuals like Stuart Rhodes, who allegedly planned this group to go there to stand up and tr- protest a blatantly stolen election. Seditious conspiracy. 18 years. They're trying to, the judge is trying to prevent him from basically not even being able to get out until he does like 80% as far as for early parole. I mean, this whole thing is insanity to me. 18 years in a federal penitentiary. 18 years. You got guys out in California that are involved with domestic battery with a deadly weapon, you know, beating up individuals and carjacking them, basically stabbing people, and they get one in two years and they're out on early parole. They already did that. Remember during COVID and they start releasing all these offenders? Some of them were violent, very violent offenders. Yeah. 
Guys, this is what we're dealing with right now. This is why it is so important, as I've said before. Be very careful who you associate with and who you talk to on very open topics, on very honest topics. Be very cautious about who you start hanging out with in some of these groups because some of these people, a lot of these people, as we clearly saw in the Proud Boys case and in other cases, regardless of what you believe about their stance or their beliefs or what they were for, that doesn't matter. The erroneous part is what that was all about. What the real part is is the fact that you had direct targeting from the Federal Bureau of Investigations into individuals who were going around speaking the truth about what was really happening, and they went to prison for it now. That is the deal that nobody needs to forget. So continue to get the truth out there on every level that you can. Also, to another news I saw earlier, J.P. Morgan, as they were touted for being this great savior of the uh, the bank that they went in, that massive regional bank, the uh, first first regional uh, first republic, excuse me. They've now gone in and fired over a thousand of the employees as they've sucked up all the high yield loans. And as we're finding out now, at least three billion dollars in net interest income just this year they're going to acquire as the bank generously accepted FRC's viable loans while the FDIC was stuck holding on the toxic worthless leftovers. Again, another example of how the banks run the country as J.P. Morgan was more than happy to accept all the finances, all the money. And now that they've accepted it and they've taken everything over, they're now firing enormous amount of all the top-tier employees that were making any kind of money for this uh, for First Republic Bank. Surprise, surprise. The banks rip everybody off again. I mean, you can't make that up. Hence why Jesus got so mad at the money changers in the temple because this is what they did with their unjust scales on a regular basis. Keep the truth up, my friends. Stand up for what you believe. Be sure to use the coupon code for Memorial Day. Remember those who have served and died. Remember the families. Remember the friends. Continue to remember this weekend is about a Memorial Day. Freedom 5, 5% off all weekend on regular price products at healthmasters.com. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. Enjoy your Monday as far as a Memorial Day. Remember what it's about. And we'll talk to you again on this show Monday or Tuesday as always. Thank you so much. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>